Welcome back to another episode of The Peony. I am your host, Julia, and I have a very special guest with me here today. Her name is Natalie Ann Barton, and she is our chief reality television correspondent. How are you, Natalie? Um, I'm freaking out that I'm a correspondent. I feel like You're I should tell chief. my mom, honestly. Ooh. Okay, um, I have to own up. I have to buy a blazer or something now, but I'm doing great. <laughs> I feel like your mom would probably try to steal the job from you. Yeah, I mean, my mom, my mom thinks she's chief anything. Like, it was just my birthday last week, and she's like, she goes, happy birthday, but also happy day that I became a mother. And I was like, this day is not about you, but she thinks she's chief everything. So you see how this could maybe happen? (laughs) I mean, I think she did the work, though. Unless you just came out tap dancing. Were you one of those? I mean, I'd like to think that it was kind of like a God situation. Like, really, God did the work. He put me in. I mean, you know, like Mother Nature had the pushing happen. Fair enough. But if she's trying to steal the thunder from Jesus, that's between them two. I think your mom would be the perfect woman to be part of the cast of a TV franchise that we're talking about today. He qualifies for a few. (laughs) She a few. Okay, okay. We are talking about the Real Housewives. Um, Would it? Now I know you've been a fan of the entire franchise for the most part, and we're going to get into it. But would you believe if I told you I've only ever seen like a handful of episodes when New York first came out? I watched like a handful of episodes, and then Beverly Hills. I watched a handful of episodes, and then that's it. Julia, that's it. That's it. Well, no, I caught, I caught a little bit of Atlanta because Nini is uh, her energy. Her presence (laughs) is just so magnetic to me, but yeah, no, I've never watched uh, like an entire season of any installment, all of the episodes. Okay. But was that because you were bored with the few you watched, like life habit. Like what was the cause? I'm going to like medically diagnose this. Like what was the cause that you dropped off? Oh, I've been running um, for a long time. We can't all be like falling asleep on this. I, I truly, I don't know. I don't know what it is. I, I feel like for the fashion alone, they would have kept you. Cause there was some, that, there's some yeah. really good clothes. Yeah. That is really thought yes. you were really chic. That would have kept you in. I think that, like, when I started watching New York was when it premiered, and it was just <laughs> a lot of women yelling at each other, and it honestly gave me anxiety, and it made me really, I, like, <laughs> this is going to get, like, deeper than I intended to, but I was definitely <laughs> This bullied. is a therapy session now. I went to, like, I grew up, uh, I'm an immigrant. I grew up in Brooklyn, New York. My family didn't really have a lot. I went to public schools mostly. And I just had an amazing group of friends that, like, we all came from different backgrounds, different ethnicities, different religions, different gender identifications, sexual orientations, like, and we just accepted each other Mm -hmm. as we were. And then I got a scholarship to go to a, a fairly fancy prep school. And it was, like, very white and very wealthy, very wealthy. This already sounds like a perfect housewife <laughs> intro. I mean, 
Well, so the the very, like the offspring of these very wealthy families were the girls that like had the Vuitton bags and had the Range Rovers and very gossip girl, like very much. And they, and like, (laughs) I was bullied by them because I didn't care about that shit. And so I feel like whenever I, like when I started to watch Housewives, like any time that there was a fight. And it was like an explosive mm-hmm. fight. I was not into it. But anytime there was like solidarity, I was like, oh, that's great. Like, so I, I pick out more of the relationships that are stronger, but I yeah. you know that's not why. I mean, I'm sure the conflict is what keeps drawing people back for more. I mean, it sounds like you have PTSD watching the conflict. So I wouldn't want to watch it either <laughs> if that was like the gist. Yeah. But I mean, I will say, because you know, obviously, like house sites are cool because they're funny but yes they also have the table flipping this yes. woman threw a fake leg at somebody like there's some, what wait <laughs> there's wait. some violence happening who oh, <laughs> oh that's oh, probably not like, what it's okay called. hold a on i have leg. i have a, it's a prosthetic but i have there a question go. i have a question <laughs> who who did the prosthetic belong to who threw the prosthetic <laughs> and who was the prosthetic thrown at can you please give me context around this Okay, I want to be a trusted, um, like, correspondent. But I will admit, full transparency to you yeah. and just, uh-huh. you know, your faithful listeners, I was technically a housewife virgin, virgin. I can't even say that word. I got so nervous. I was a housewife virgin, like, up to three years ago. Okay, so, like, okay. Three, three years ago, I went through, like, yeah. a shitty breakup, and I was, like, so not having anything, and yeah. I was just going through it. And I remember like not wanting to go out. I was in the apartment and I would constantly see like commercials for housewives. And I like you had dabbled a little bit and I was like, "Eh, it's okay. I did a little bit of dabbling. And then, you know, when you're just going through a breakup that like everything in the outside world, like getting dressed is too much effort. Like you're really going through it. You don't want to go out. So my healing was to involve myself in the lives of these women who were on the hot mess express, but looking really good doing it. And that's when I started binging different seasons of Housewives. Oh my God. So that is how I even like got started. But now I'm like in it to win it. I'm yeah. so committed. But I will say, I'm pretty sure, and an expert can definitely quote me, but I think the leg thrower was this woman from New York named Aviva. Okay. I put my money on that. It's Aviva. Okay. She was blonde and she was literally at a restaurant. Okay. I'm not saying you can throw your prosthetic at home and it's fine, but she was in a public place and she was in an argument with Lord knows who, probably Bethany, a spitfire throughout. And Bethany, she was I at caught the at, dinner. Yeah. She threw her leg. Like she literally took off the prosthetic <sighs> and like lunged it across the table. Um, and I think yeah. up until then, all we had was Teresa's table flip. So I mean, that got blown out of the water because you're throwing a prosthetic. <sighs> I have so many. It's definitely on YouTube. I have watched the scene. <laughs> I have so many questions, and so okay. So yes, it is. There are literally videos that say Aviva throws like. So I'm so proud I got the Aviva right. <laughs> I. So when I started watching, I started with New York, and because I was living in New York at the time, and I, like, I loved Bethany. I was like, because I feel like, oh my god, she's the I. Best. I definitely felt like with the bullying situation, with like a lot of situations in my life, it was 
hard for me to confront people and it was hard Mm -hmm. for me to like make my voice heard. And it was also like, I also saw a lot of like passive aggressive behaviors in the people around me and I didn't like either of those things. And so when I saw Bethany just like owning her shit and speaking up for herself and just being direct, I was like, I like this. Um, Also, Aviva's last name is Drescher. Is she related to Fran Drescher? Fran. I know. I know. I actually did weirdly know that because I would easily vote for Fran Drescher in any type of election or like place of power because I still watch the nanny <laughs> religiously. I love her. Um, she still looks awesome, by the way. And look her up because her personal life is as crazy and cool as the show. Really? Yeah. Do some research on our girl, Fran. She's killing that's, it. That's, so the <laughs> nanny, I have seen every episode multiple times. That I will say. Okay. This is my um, first and hopefully last little side note. The nanny, the producer of the nanny of the time, Maxwell something, ironically enough, um, (laughs) he and her met on the show, they got married, they had a child, and then he came out years later and they are literally best friends. Like the shows that she still has on to this day or recently, he also produced. They are like best friends. She is super supportive of him and it's really sweet. He helped her when she had cancer. And then she wrote that book, Cancer Schmancer. It's it's so good. Yeah. I, uh, my boyfriend's probably going <laughs> to be mad mouthful, at me for saying this. But <laughs> it is important. My boyfriend's probably going to be mad at me for saying this. But, like, that's kind of what I want my life to be. I can tell you that if history repeats itself, it's going to be pretty damn great. They're still best <laughs> friends. <laughs> They're still best friends. She still looks fabulous. Yeah. And, um... They even did like a, they did like the nanny, like during COVID, like quarantine mm-hmm. edition, where they did like the first episode, like via Zoom, and they brought everyone back. <gasps> they all looked really good. I don't and know the daughter, this. like the little one, is yeah. so beautiful. She always was, but she just looks so grown up and gorgeous. Definitely just, you can love Housewives, you can love the nanny. They can both take up places in your heart. <laughs> you should definitely watch. <laughs> Sadly, I, I, I don't to. think Aviva is related. If we're like looping that back, I don't I, think so. I looked it up. Is it, I looked is it, it up, and it looks like Aviva's <laughs> husband Reed. Are they still married? Stop it. Are they married? Still? I don't know Do about know? Aviva's husband. Um, I would. Reed, I would vote yes. <laughs> Reed is Fran Drescher's cousin. Shut up! So they are related. <laughs> they are related oh, by marriage. Okay. Yeah. Oh. I know. So cool. I, know. I wonder what Fran would think of the leg. I wonder if she's seen any leg throwing like a family occasion. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't get oh me an Easter God. card. And she's like, <laughs> I don't know. I would, I would really like to see it. <laughs> I, I feel like Fran Dresser's probably like the most grounding presence at all of her family reunions. I love her so much. I think she's just, I like to think that she's my family. Yeah, and she looks so good in the nanny. Yep. Like, I would easily put her, like, in fashion icon category in the nanny. Oh, she yes. looks so good all the time. Like, season one to, like, the end. <laughs> she is the person that I channel. Well, pre-pandemic, I would channel her all the time in my outfits. Like, oh, my I can incredible. see that. Thank you. Thank you. Um, okay, I can so see that. I pray. The- Thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> So Aviva <laughs> threw a leg at Bethany, and how did, how did we even get on this topic? 
Um, you were going through a terrible breakup. <laughs> I'm sorry to, to rebring that up, but that's how you got into housewives. Did you, it was a blessing. I got into housewives, so it's okay. Did you, where did you start? What was the first episode that you started with? And was it an arbitrary choice? Okay. I, at the time, and this is purely based on commercials, not necessarily like the location I would have chosen, but yeah. at the time, Jersey was happening. Like Jersey, Jersey. was lime and it was kicking. <laughs> oh, Jersey. Yeah. Jersey. And I will say, I don't know what it says about me, but I think like some of the Jersey men are really attractive, which I've tried to like psych eval mm-hmm. myself with that. And it hasn't ended up well. So I've stopped and I've, t- I've do, taken it do back. You mean, do you mean the men, like the men in the Real Housewives of New Jersey, the husbands and such, or do you mean... Like, just men in New Jersey in general. <laughs> um, like, if we really want to, like, psych this up, my dad so, is from New Jersey. So, like, maybe, like, just general Jerseyans, whatever. Yep. If, yeah, let's say Jerseyans is a thing. But also, oh. like, I think Melissa's husband's kind of hot. Who's he's Melissa? He's kind of, like, not the most intelligent, but he's really cute. Um, <laughs> so, okay, so you know Teresa, like, the table flipper. I know Melissa Teresa, is her sister-in-law. Yeah. Oh. Teresa's brother is the one who I think is hot, and he's married to Melissa, who I think is okay. one of the prettiest housewives. I think she looks great for her age, by the way. Oh. <laughs> she's so fit. Oh. Yeah, she's killing it. So I started with Jersey at the time, and I like went back to season one, and yep. I caught myself up, and then I did New York, Yep. and then I did Atlanta. And then I kind of paused. I just kept up with those three. Okay. The West Coast has never spoken to me to the same level. I'll kind of like catch up here and there. I know like we have like Lisa Rinna, Denise. I I know that gist. But this, well, because of the gift of the shitty gift of quarantine, I got to watch Miami. Yep. And I went back to season one. So upset that got canceled because it was so good. Maybe I'm biased. I'm from there. Yeah, it's like my hometown, but it was so good. The accents were super thick. It was like an all Latin cast, except for yes. one rando woman from Texas. But okay, really good. Larsa Pippen was on there before she was like a Kardashian oh, like, friend of. Larsa Pippen was on season one and oh, not very well portrayed, by the way. <laughs> I I wonder if. Kim and Courtney took Miami so hard that they got the Real Housewives canceled. No, I don't think that's true. It can't be. 2011 to 2013. When was Dash in Miami? I remember going to Dash like as a young kid or not like that young, but I was young and being like, wow, this is cool. I have (laughs) never. All these older like Dash shirts. It was so shitty. Like Dash bedazzled shirts. (laughs) was not even like it it fucking would be shitty you know what speaking of like another amazing reality tv franchise that i have not been exposed to that much like chris jenner is a whole other level of hustle she's inspirational i don't know if i like her from like a moral compass yeah but like you gotta give it to her well she's good now that there's like people in beverly hills that are not coming back right and so he's, now well she's chris, been asked has she chris jenner's been asked has yeah she accepted do we know no what i what i last heard was she's kind of like 
probably not like already kind of turned them down, but they're yep. still trying to fight for her. But you know, who is also kind of on the edge of like turning them down, but like negotiating her salary is Paris Hilton's mom, whose name is oh, escaping me. Kathy. Kathy? I don't yeah. know why I know that shit. I'm proud of you. Thank you. <laughs> I'm really proud of you. I remember. Well, Kathy, I remember. Kathy's on yeah. the roster. She's a possibility. She, I think, would be a good fit. I I think that she would be a good yeah. fit for sure. Because I remember when Paris and Nikki were doing their reality thing, Ooh. and we would get glimpses of Kathy, I believe. And I remember looking at Kathy mm-hmm. and just like the vibe that she gives off. I was like, she is definitely someone that is so polished and so put together that the only person that could be that polished and put together is someone that deep down is a sociopath. Well, you know that she gave to me, she gave total sociopath vibes. Like you were like, Oh, she's kind of nice, but like, you wouldn't like have her alone in your kitchen with knives with you was in that <laughs> new Paris Hilton documentary. I have seen YouTube. it. You have to is see it. it. You're like, a part of you, it was so good, by the way. I, like, stayed up way past my 11, p- uh, 11 p.m. Um, 80-year-old uh, bedtime to press Gotta on. Gotta change that I- bedtime to be a housewife. <sighs> you know, I'm dreaming big for Kathy mm-hmm. and also myself. <laughs> but at first she talks and you're kind of like, oh, she really tried and she was, like, a good parent. But then she yeah. kind of gets, like weirdly defensive about what happened in Paris and she's like well I didn't know that because if I knew I, I would have helped her and you're like, Kathy. like you're, you're a little concerned which makes her perfect bring her on yeah, yeah Kathy gives me like Yolanda Hadid vibes I don't know I think I might like Yolanda more than Kathy I think that yeah. might be more of a jab to Yolanda I like Yolanda's fridge so cute isn't she the one? Why? Why am I thinking? Isn't her fridge the one that was um? Remind me about her fridge. Was her she the fridge, one who was like all like beautifully organized? Like why am I thinking? Her yes, fridge it was, was like- beautifully organized. It was um, color coded, and it looked like if you've ever gone into a florist shop and they have that like fridge display that has the shelves, but it's all made of glass. Like her fridge was literally just like it looked like a glass stand up shower, and everything was like. Almost as if oh, like a yes. food photographer yeah. had like plated everything, color coded, and they went to her house. Like the the rest of the cast went to her house, and they were like, "Is that your fridge? Like, who did that?" And she was like, "I designed everything. I did. I blah blah." And I was like, "I'm exhausted just looking at this shit." I just want you to know that when you Google her name, the first yeah. thing that comes up, at least when I did it, was fridge, which again, what does that <laughs> say about my search history? Because I watched The Social Dilemma and I know it's custom for everybody. So yep. her fridge comes up and then in one picture, the fridge is so massive. She has a dining room chair in it and she's yep. like using it as a step stool. Yeah. I don't think you can buy that at Home Depot. And that's all I'm saying. No, it's like a spa no. shower that has been turned into a fridge and everything's organized and color coded. It's oh, exhausting. She was the home edit before like the home edit got cool. Yes. She was like color coding and sorting. She's ahead of her time with the fridge. I, I don't have, I don't have time or patience for that shit. I don't know about <laughs> you. Um, I, I, I kind of love it, but I don't like doing it for other people and they're not going to maintain it. Cause then I'll get mad. Yeah. Cause I yep. put my blood, sweat and tears into color coding Roy G. Yep. Biving these bins <laughs> and then I come back and you have it like 
all Roy G. Biv, like dyslexic version and things are popping out of the bin yeah. and it's just a hot mess. So yeah. I like it if you can maintain it. And clearly Yolanda's yeah. mastered the maintain. Also, she has so much produce. Like no one eats that. <laughs> like that's not going to stay. You know that's expiring. That's of course. Back. Oh, that's that Malibu life right there. Um, so I, I lived in LA for a minute and um, I want to tell you a story. And I, I don't oh know my how, God, how many feel. housewives did you meet? How many housewives? So I moved to LA. <laughs> I moved to LA with a startup that you and I both worked for, a healthcare startup. And we opened an office in West Hollywood, like right near the Soul Cycle and the Equinox that all the celebrities go to. So when I tell you like the <laughs> amount of celebrities, like I saw Tate Diggs, I saw Jamie Scott, the designer, <laughs> like so many, so many different celebrities, like rid the, uh, rode the elevator with them, like all of the things. But anyway, the, the, that should be its own episode, by the way, Julia in the elevator with celebrities. Like, I want to know all of the conversations. I, you know, you know me, like I'm a New York <clears throat> bitch. And so like the celebrity culture in New York is like, you don't acknowledge that they're there. You don't acknowledge that they're a celebrity because you don't give a fuck because you are a New Yorker and so many value. Talks, Julia. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. I would be dying. <laughs> I know, but I feel like I feel like New York is just that place where, like, you if you're from there, like if you're a tourist, it's different. But if you're from there, you're just like everybody's got their own shit going on, and just because you were in some movies doesn't like make you a big deal to me. Like I got my own shit. But in LA, it's like a completely different culture. Like everyone feeds into that celebrity so much. And so every time I was in the elevator with any, any one of them, I was just like, they're a normal person. I don't give a fuck. I'm late for work. You were bringing them down to earth every elevator ride, basically. Just oh. like holding them down, pulling them down. Yeah, because no, you press they number three, me. Tay. Like, <laughs> oh my God, they're over you. <laughs> they're Wait, over Tay? You. I feel like Taylor Swift did go to that soul cycle. But not while I was Speaking there. Speaking of all think... the Tays, Taylor Swift. Tay oh, Tay Diggs. Diggs. Yep. Multiple yep. Tays. I'll name a yeah. few Tays. Tay Diggs. Did you see? <laughs> Tay Diggs is uh, beautiful. Oh, as beautiful in person as is. you would think he is. He's petite, though. So you oh. and I were tall women. Um, he's, like, about our height. Like, would he nestle my shoulder? Like, his head would... He's like how petite are we talking? He's like our height. <laughs> he's the same height as as us. He's like a five eight, I think. Okay. And he was I'm so a little it was disheartened, but I get it. It was it was very interesting because he came out of that equinox, I think, or the soul cycle, and he was in like a tank top, but he had one of those like woven hats that you get. They're woven out of like palm leaves or something that you get when you're on vacation on an island. He was wearing one of those hats and he was surrounded by like five or six, like, like swole jacked tall white boys. And they surrounded him and they like flank, they like surrounded him in a, in a circle of, of big beefy bodies. And he was in the middle and it was, it was weird. Now that I'm saying it out loud, it kind of looks like a boob. It's like a circle yeah, and a then little a little, He's a the little, nipple. yeah, with his hat. Cause his He's hat looked nipple. like a nipple. Cause it had a very <laughs> wide brim and then like a little point at the top. And I was just very confused by the whole thing, but he is beautiful. The He's next beautiful. time I look at my boob, I'm going to be like, Kate Diggs. I'm just going <laughs> to think about it. There it is. So the story, the story that I wanted to tell you was, so oh I, God, I moved okay, to LA 
I I'm in I'm in West Hollywood and um one of the doctors that I was working with is like a big fan of I don't know if it was like the whole Housewives franchise or what, but he's specifically Oh my god. <laughs> when I came when we were chatting one time and he's like, How long have you been here? A week? Only a week? Okay. All right. Have you gone to Sur yet? I'm like, what? He's like, <gasps> I'm dying to go to He's like, Julia, you don't you know what Sir is? And oh. I'm like, no, I'm from New York. I don't give a fuck. And, and then he's like, well, t- what about Pump? Tell me you've at least gotten a drink at Pump. And I'm like, Did he just name you all Lisa's restaurants? Oh my gosh. So then he was like, so, he was like, welcome to LA. I'm going to give you, I'm going to show you what it's like to live the high life. So he's like, after work, we're going to Sir. We went to Sir. We got like a nice charcuterie situation, blah, blah, blah. And then, he like turns around. We're on the patio area. The doctor that I'm with turns okay. around and he spots uh, um, Lisa's husband. Ken? And, Ken Todd? Yes, yes, yes. So he spots her husband and he's like, oh my God, her husband is here. And I'm like, okay. And he's like- The dog? But dog her- or no dog? Well, he's like, he has the dog. And I'm oh, like, I knew what? It. I knew it. What the fuck does that mean? <laughs> And he, and, and the doctor that I was with, I'm not saying his name because I don't know if he wants me to be sharing his, his story. <laughs> well, keep him like, he, like anonymous. He like, he turns to me and he is just like locks eyes with me and he's like, wherever the dog goes, Lisa goes. And sure yes. enough, a few minutes yes. later, Lisa showed up in her beautiful like pink skirt suit looking like, like a, like a, like a, I don't even know, dressed like the queen of England, but looking like a model, obviously. And she sits of down. Course. And everyone's like trying really hard not to look at her, but they are kind of stealing glances at her. And she's just living her life. Like they weren't filming. She, she radiates. There How do you dinner. not look at her? Oh my God. <laughs> I, I, and like the doctor that I was with, he was like looking at her and he was like, oh my God, Lisa, like she's so beautiful. And I was like, who the fuck is Lisa? I then <gasps> went to pump and had some cocktails. And I was like, I don't understand what, because the doctor that I was with was like, okay, so like that person, like, like that bartender isn't on the show and like if they were filming they would have more of the regular cast here and blah 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 blah. and I was like what and then and then a friend of mine had her bachelorette that's my favorite bravo show I love Vanderpump Rules Vanderpump oh my gosh yes I love Vanderpump Rules I'm dying in this story (laughs) then a a few weeks later a friend of mine had her bachelorette party which was just like a few friends we had dinner and drinks at pump of course, I of think course. is that that's the only we place were. they all go to? Oh, I okay. I don't know, but all, all I remember it's is all, like it's the only place I'd go to, so it's fine. All I remember, <laughs> all I remember was that I was ten feet away from Lisa Vanderpump, and I had no idea who she was. Oh my gosh, <laughs> Julia! <laughs> I feel like a bad friend to you if I sent you to LA like with no knowledge of yeah. like pump or sir ken which dog there are so many dogs well i'm thinking i mean like listen i need to to guide you better i've been a bad friend that's what this is taught (laughs) not not to pit people against each other or anything like that but i went to la and i i lived in hollywood i lived behind the dolby so the theater where they have the oscars every year i lived behind that in a dead-end street so like they would i feel like you're just showing off now 
<laughs> like they would close down like that part of Hollywood Boulevard near the Chinese theater for premieres all the time. And there, and again, I'm from New York. And so I see crowds of people trying to get photos of Dwayne, the rock Johnson. And I'm like, I gotta get home, get out of my fucking way. That's why I love you. That's why I think you're great. Um, I, on the other hand, would be like the rock. Hello. Well, I thought like there are some people that I really admire and like I admire, it's hard for me to, to see a a character past the actor. And if an actor truly makes me buy into the story and the character, then I'm like, oh shit, you're really talented. I had, I have, I hold you in esteem. I admire you. And so I went to LA and I was like, if I meet Charlize Theron at any point or even catch a glimpse of her, I will pee my pants but I'm sitting 10 feet away from Lisa Vanderpump and I'm like who (laughs) that's because you didn't know her the vibe was totally different the vibe was so different okay but I you know what I will (gasps) say though Ken has a gorgeous head of hair stunning in person stunning soft luxurious see I need you to like you need to catch up with Vanderpump because every time I think of Ken so like I don't know if you know, there's like infamous Vanderpump Rules couples, which is like Jax and Brittany. And Jax is like enemy number one. He's been on the show from season one. He's awful, basically. But I've never seen Vanderpump Rules. Okay. Well, Jax is just like the most evil man. I will forgive you with your pure intentions. But when Jax and Brittany got together and they're actually expecting a baby, which is mind-blowing. I I read that, yeah. It's not going to go well, but we'll watch that experiment as it as it goes on. But like, what Lisa said to Brittany was like, um, "Jax reminds me of a young Ken," and I'm like, "But Ken is glorious. Like Ken is so great. So apparently, Jax is supposed to be like the next Ken." And who who asked for that? Like, you have to watch it. But it's like crazy. It's like comparing okay. trash to like okay. I car. I don't even know. (laughs) I okay. I feel like I maybe saw half of the first episode of Vander. No, no, no. I haven't. I haven't. But I did watch Beverly Hills, like some of the earlier seasons, and I feel like they feature some of those people. And I, from the limited bits that I've seen, I would agree with you. I think Jax is like he's aware of his own machismo which is probably because he's like cripplingly self-conscious but I feel like Ken has that ease about him that it's like I know who I am I know I'm successful and there's something so powerful about a man not raising his voice in in a room just to be heard but instead recognizing that the woman by his side has a more powerful voice and and supporting her instead and I feel like Ken does that and from what I've seen about Jax he'd rather be the center of attention Jax doesn't know a room where he is not the center of attention. And even furthermore, I thought you were going to say there's nothing more powerful. And then I was going to say than Ken holding a Pomeranian, but that you went with like a more like romantic. I, okay. I have to tell another story. He he owns that Pom. He does. I have to tell another story and it. Tell me it involves a Pomeranian. I'm not going to, I'm not going to tell something like that. I'm not going to say any names, but if anyone that knows me listens to this, they'll recognize this. Um, We were at a friend's wedding recently. They had to reschedule their, their big nuptials and they did like a little micro wedding in their backyard instead. 
And the groom's father is a very successful serial entrepreneur, CEO, wealthy man, powerful man. Like he I'm imagining like a Mark Cuban kind of vibe. No, he's he looks he looks like Ken, but like six six three or six four. Okay, so like Ken and Shaq having a baby. Kind of, kind of. And then he has the same hair as Ken, but he isn't gray. Okay. He has like a nice little brownish thing happening. And he I'm into this man based on the description. He sounds great. You would be. You would be. He's like I think he's up my alley. Yes. He's like usually very poker faced and very like professional. That's all it he's like has a, a little bit of an intimidating presence, not so much because he's an intimidating person, but just because he's super smart and successful and just like has a presence. And at their wedding, his him and his girlfriend have a chihuahua. This chihuahua came in a like a stroller and the chihuahua had had outfit changes so at first it was like a little bit of like a semi-formal wedding attire and then when it got cold at night they put like a north face puffer coat on the dog and they like everyone was dancing and so the dad at one point they played some like nice like salsa music and just like fun like dancing music he grabbed the chihuahua out of its stroller and its little puffer coat held the chihuahua in his arms and just like did like a little like like shimmy slow dance fast dance quick like like a like a little pas doble with the dog in his arms and it was the highlight of my 31 years on this planet it was the best thing i've ever seen i don't know of any moment that will ever occur that will top that i just want it to be super clear that i've never been sure of like what i want out of life until i heard that story <laughs> because i want to find a tall six foot something man to Paso Doble with my Chihuahua. Yes. And also I think Nico, my Chihuahua deserves a North face. I think he deserves the best. 100% does. Yes. Yeah. And honestly, I think I know what I'm looking for now. (laughs) You're welcome. (laughs) Here, here on the peony, we allow exactly what I want. (laughs) Here on the peony, we allow people to get closure in their lives of any unresolved tensions or issues so we started with a breakup that led you to watch housewives and now we know exactly the kind of person that you're looking to spend the rest of your life with i wasn't sure after that but i think this has really solved a lot of things for me it's really shown the light on a lot give give a man a chihuahua and see how he interacts and that will ultimately tell you if he's satan or not and will he want to dress the chi like yes does he think that chihuahua's fine naked does he think that you all need like a goose down coat? Yep. That's going to really tell me all I need to know. Yeah. Well, at one point, at one point, I looked at the dog. At one point, I looked at the dog and like knowing how successful this man is, I was like, is that a Montclair coat? Do they make those for dogs? Did they take it off a baby? It wasn't. I don't know who the hell makes dog coats at that level, but I'll I'll make a note to search after we're done talking because Uh, Nico deserves a nice ass coat. Oh, ladies and gentlemen, there is your business idea. Luxury puffy coats mm-hmm. uh, on the, the same level or higher than Montclair, but for... Ideally higher, but we'll take what we can get. Exactly. Ideally higher um, for the, the true loves in our lives, the, the animals, the pets, <laughs> the Nikos of our worlds. Should Nikos. we get back to Housewives? Anyway, I, I, I sat... Yeah, I mean, eventually. Nico loves the Housewives. Loop it in. Does he? Does he watch with you? He watches. Um, he'll sometimes fall asleep. So I'm like, how committed is he really? But then I remember that dogs can only see black and white. So he doesn't really get 
the fashion to the extent that we do. Um, Mm -hmm. So I I think that's why. I think that's why. Do, does Nico have a favorite housewife? Okay. I felt that you were going to ask me this and um, I'm going to talk on Nico's behalf as his not birth mother, um, as I am not a chihuahua, but um, (laughs) okay. I think it's really a difficult question because there's two kind of bets. There's like your best friend, like who are you going to hang out with? Who are you going to like love getting wasted with? And like, going to target with and then there's like who makes for the best tv like who are you going to keep watching Mm -hmm. for they're two Mm -hmm. totally different people i'm not going to hang out with that person like best that i would hang out with and obviously nico as well is like leah and leah is the one of the new people of new york totally makes sense you don't know her this is her first season um the one that just wrapped up okay she is a badass bitch she has like called them out left and right for kind of being like um into it kind of like really cliche like she's you know she's very much like old money is stupid you know she's just like be your own woman like don't depend on a man for your name or your title like she is just so modern and such a freaking nice twist on that show she has her own company she has her like she has a daughter who's like 12 or 13 like she is just so cool and i love her but definitely hang out with her is you she have to look Bethany's her up. not on it anymore. <laughs> so is she giving us like She's Bethany, Bethany replacement vibes? Hundred Okay. Hundred percent. She's definitely, I would say, the new Bethany. And she definitely okay. was kind of like running this last season. Um, she Hell also yeah. gives us true realness. She's been arrested. She is sober now. She was like an alcoholic, mm-hmm. super open about her story even yeah. kind of like had a mini non relapse on the show. She's just so real. And that sounds funny for yeah. reality TV, but she's yeah. legit. But then if we're going for like best TV, I don't watch the West coast, but I know who okay. Kelly Dodd is. Okay. Like, I don't. Do you know <laughs> who Kelly Dodd is? Basically Kelly has been a terror for years because she yeah. is just the ultimate shitster. I do find her triggering in the sense that everything she says, she's like yelling. Like yep. everything is constant, like caps, like, well, hello. Like everything <laughs> is just so loud. <laughs> so she, I have to like lower the volume on the TV when I check Kelly out. And then her latest drama, like for this coming up is that she actually, I don't know if they're married yet, but she's engaged to like a Fox news executive. So now like there's tons yeah. of drama and like that and like where she stands, but she drives me yeah, I'm up looking the at wall, him. but I got to give her, she's entertaining. I mean, the, the woman always has a problem. She's never minding her own business. She's very adamant about everything. Even her parenting has come into questioning for like what she records of like her kids. The woman's interesting. Do I want to hang out with her? Hell no. They no. got married uh, nine days ago. they get ago. married? They got married nine oh, okay. days ago. And mm-hmm. she looks like a young Charo in her black and white <laughs> wedding photo to him. And he's not an attractive man. Meaner than Charles. Oh, I don't find him. I don't find oh, him attractive Char- at all. Charo is an international treasure. Her, I, I know I she no used to be, I know she used to be on some sort of like reality TV show. They should make her a housewife. Really? Yeah. She was on. She would need to be on Miami and that is not happening <laughs> I feel like, or one of the international versions, because you know they have a ton of, they have seven. I have to check those out. I feel like I would be so into that, like so okay. into that. Do you want me? I'm going to list the countries for you. 
Oh, okay. And okay. We're going to play a game. I'm going to list the countries for you. And they are ready. You get to pick which one. So a little context. There were 13 international versions in total. There are seven that are okay. still on the air. I'm just going to give you all of them. Oh my God. Who's made it? Okay. Oh, no. Or hold on. No, I'm going to give you the ones that made it and you can decide out of those that made it, which one you'd want to be on. And then I'll give you the ones that haven't made it and you can choose to either let them die or remain dead or resurrect them. How does that sound? Okay. That sounds super good. Okay. Um, see my alive people first. Who, who are my alive people? Ones? Um, Real Housewives of Melbourne. Australia. Uh, Real Housewives. Okay. I'll, I'll rattle them off to you. Real Housewives of Cheshire. Gabnath. There, it's a, it's a, it's a place in the UK. Um, Real Housewives. Geography is solid. Real Housewives of <laughs> Hungary. Ooh, which okay. I'm not even going to try to pronounce the 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 actual like. Hungarian title, The Real Housewives of Johannesburg, South Africa, The Real Housewives of Napoli, Italia, The Real Housewives of That one's of definitely getting a, getting a nod. Ooh. Yeah, okay. that's, oh, I feel like The Real Housewives of Bangkok are probably ratchet as fuck because there's a lot of, there's a lot of entertainment down there. Um, and The Real Housewives of Jersey, not New Jersey, Jersey, the UK. <laughs> Oh, I was like, what the hell is the other Jersey? Like Jersey Mike's? I was so confused. It's like a sandwich store. So I feel like it's, Jersey is an island. It's it's one of the channel islands between England and France. And I believe if I'm not mistaken, if you're a fan of, um, let me see if he's from there. I'm surprised Jersey then foreign jersey is big yes. enough for a house size franchise henry cavill is from jersey do you know who he is heck yeah I yes. know who henry cavill yeah. is okay, yeah. okay. sexual Superman, very sexual so if that's the kind of very men sexual. that are in jersey that's just some i don't know what thought. it is with jersey but the men <laughs> are, are, are looking pretty yeah. good so i'm gonna just i'm just gonna remind you melbourne cheshire Hungary, Johannesburg, Napoli, Bangkok, and Jersey. What do you choose? Okay. My gut says Bangkok because I feel like the culture must be sick. I would definitely want some more like Asian representation just because I don't think we really have any to my initial knowledge in the U.S. in any cast. Yeah. That I can think of. Please prove me wrong, but I don't think so. Um, I believe one of them, one of them has a Filipino woman. I believe Are we talking like in the new season, even like a Salt Lake or like a past. I wrote this down somewhere. Where did I write this down? Salt Lake. <laughs> Salt Lake is the is, is considered Salt to be Salt Lake is considered to be the most diverse. Which I didn't see that coming. But Salt Lake is considered to be the most diverse, um, whatever city or whatever of the franchise. They are the ones that have the greatest representation of different religions and races. And I believe that's the one where they have a Filipino lady. I'm very excited about Salt Lake because you know what stirs people up? Jesus. <laughs> I am, I, you know that that is going to be, oh, that is going to be so good. But Here's, I promise I'm not going to segue too much. Bangkok oh, seems I have a really side good story. to me. Oh, please give it to me. But also let's not forget Napoli. I don't know. I might oh. even to cut Jersey out. I'll just stick <sighs> with one, I guess. I just want to let you know that you picked two places that have amazing, amazing cuisines. 
Bangkok just oh has yeah, amazing, sure. like, uh, Bangkok just has a diverse level of, you have your high, your low, your street food, your, your Michelin star restaurant. You have like all, uh, all of the food that you could ever want. It's very affordable there in Thailand. And then Napoli, you get the gelato, you get the Neapolitan pizza, you get, oh, I'm like drooling just thinking about it. Um, I'm sold by just the way you say, you like talk the normal sentence, but you're like, but in Napoli, and then they have great this and this. (laughs) I don't know the rest of the words to that song. When the moon hits, they're going to sue me. I don't have the rights to that. Oh, it's okay. I'm going to get sued for what I'm about to say next. I was just going to say Bangkok to me is really appealing because this is so cliche and probably really wrong, but I'm just going to admit it. And I'm going to be honest in my head. The Bangkok cast is straight out of like crazy rich Asians in the fashion department. I'm like gowns, like couture. I feel like it's just so beautiful all the time. And I just feel like they're going to look like so glam all the time. Oh. I hope I'm not wrong, but that's really what I want out of oh. Bangkok. They haven't. Oh no! What is the O? Do they <laughs> have they bad not o. have? No, I'm just trying to see if it's live or if it's not in production. Oh, it's up. Is it upcoming? Is it? I don't know. Oh, are we ahead of our time? <laughs> I fucking doubt it. Real Housewives of Bangkok, <laughs> 41 followers on Instagram, no posts. Well, oh, it's a fan page. Oh, that's a little concerning, but okay. I'm, mm, okay. Um, oh, it's it hasn't been, it hasn't premiered yet. So it's upcoming. And we don't, from the looks of it, we don't have a date yet. Probably production is halted due to COVID, I would say, if I had to assume. Like our educated guests. I don't know. That's just like why it's like really cool in my head. Yeah. I'm just like imagining like the wedding scene, but like yes. on replay just over and over. Yeah, and I over. would... I think I, ooh, I think I would probably go Napoli. Napoli. I would go Napoli. Napoli. And I would, <laughs> I, would, I would be like, like Julia Roberts in that movie, Eat, Pray, Love, but I would just be eat, oh my eat, gosh. eat. That's it. Eat, eat, eat. I would argue with the bowl of pasta. Like yep. everything would be with like a giant bowl of yes. carbs. Wait, so, but this makes me really curious. What did it pass then? What are the failing ones? Okay, so you, I'm gonna, I'm gonna oh give God. you the ones that have died, and you get to um, either resurrect one, resurrect multiple, leave them to to perish. Um, Real okay. Housewives of Athens, oh, Real damn. Housewives okay. of Vancouver, Real Housewives okay. of it's just France. It says. No city, the just France. Country, just well, the title is also in okay. French, and I'm not about to oh, not about to fuck that up. Um, the Real Housewives of Auckland, New Zealand. The Real Housewives of Sydney, okay. Australia. The Real Housewives of Toronto. Wow, Canada is really not doing a good job in in yeah, this. Canada. That's it. Those are the yeah, but so is the whole country of France. I mean. I know. I know. Thing else, just the country is trash. They didn't. I know. It is a relatively, to... I think, small country, right? France? No, I don't know. Oh my <laughs> god! We, I'm looking at their fucking. Can we touch lines. on the fact that I'm not good at geom- geography? Which I almost said geometry. I'm not good at that either. None of the okay. G subjects are really my That's thing. Okay. 
I did you ever see there was a show on Netflix and it was I really got into it and it only had two seasons. I was hoping it would come back. It was like about moms, like rich moms in Australia. They were no. like pregnant. What? Okay, no. first of all, great show. <laughs> I think it's still on there. I think it was like mummies, but not like Halloween mummies, Yummy like Australian mummies. pronunciation. Of, yes, yes, which sounds like trash. Fuck and it was, but off. it was quality trash. Please watch <laughs> Yummy Mommies. It is okay. so good. Yummy Mommies. It's basically like Housewives, but it's like three friends and then like a random rotating one that they try to fit in. But I don't know if it takes place in Sydney or in Melbourne, but I want whatever city that show took place in to get a revival because it was awesome. <laughs> I think it was Melbourne. I don't know there, where it was, but there reality multiple, TV show people, it was awesome. <laughs> there are multiple publications that say, Sex habits of rich Aussie mums. Yeah. Yummy oh, yeah, yeah. Mummies. They talk about everything. This mm-hmm. is, they talk about, there's like a conservative one, like a Charlotte Sex in the City. There's like one that's like down for whatever. Then you have like the Jeez. one who judges both of them and falls in between. Oh, it's, but they're beautiful. There's one in particular that was like straight out of like a book. And her oh husband goodness. was like a celebrity hairdresser. And her son's name was Jagger. And they were just so cool. Oh, you it have to. Melbourne. It, it, yeah, I'm. I'm gonna resurrect Melbourne just for yummy mummies. This is a <laughs> sentence I thought I would never say. <laughs> okay. I'm gonna resurrect Melbourne. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna resurrect Melbourne. But I'm gonna let die. I think. Um, what were the Canadian ones? Toronto and Vancouver. Okay, I don't mean to jump ship here with shows, but there was um on The Bachelor there was Vanessa who was Canadian and she yeah. ended up with Nick at the end and she ended up kind of being kind of a bitch and she was from one of those places. So let's say it's <laughs> Toronto. So I'm just gonna You're just canceling them all. Canada in general. You don't fuck with yeah, Canada. Yeah, like France. No. Okay. Unless you're Michael Bublé and he's been exported, we have him here now. Oh, it's, you're a Bublé yeah. fan. I've seen him a few t- more times than I'd like okay. to um, admit, but okay. I do like that he married an Argentinian woman when she spoke no English and he spoke no Spanish. So it was straight up an episode of like 90 Day Fiance, but they have kids now. So I guess it, somebody got a Google Translate and it worked out. <laughs> Very romantic. <laughs> okay. So we have, we have multiple spinoff episodes queued up. We, we're going to talk the Bachelor franchise and that which is a whole other thing with a bunch of other spinoffs just like Real Housewives. I've and been faithful to the Bachelor since season one. Have yes, you? Bachelor, I've been faithful since day one. I watched that when I was way too young and probably shouldn't before I should have known what the fantasy suite was. Thanks, Mom. I have, in my entire <laughs> life, I have seen two episodes of that whole juggernaut that is the bachelor i saw i saw the bachelorette when it was rachel's season and i watched two episodes of it and i immediately felt so skeeved out by the men on that show that i truly could not continue to watch it without feeling like i i needed to like deep scrub all of my sins away afterwards do you ever have like a meal where you like eat the shittier part of your meal first? I don't order like, shitty food. Well, I don't try to order <laughs> shitty food either, as my butt and thighs would tell you. But like, oh, stop! I it. feel like listen. I like my food, and you know, my thighs also clearly like it as they are hoarding. But like, 
sometimes you get like a meal, right? And it comes mm-hmm. with like, let's say a side of asparagus and like mm-hmm. crusted Parmesan chicken. You like yeah. both, but you know that the true winner there is the Parmesan crusted chicken. So I will yeah. eat the asparagus first to like yep. get it over with. Yep. And then I'll eat my chicken. The Bachelor franchise is exactly the same way. You have to go through the asparagus men until you get to the Parmesan crusted chicken and oh. it makes you enjoy it that much more. But you got to you got to put in the work. That's you got to so, put in the work. That's so interesting. I no, I I don't eat the shitty part. I leave it. <laughs> so that there's more room in my body for the good food. <laughs> I'm probably what I, I should be doing. I would I rather I'm an idiot. I would rather leave the asparagus, eat the chicken, and then have yeah. room and be like, oh, I'm also going to have the souffle. Versus like, I'm um, so full I'm from not, shitty not asparagus. I'm the souffle. Oh, okay. Fair, no, fair, no. fair. Oh, no, 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 fair, no. Fair, fair. You put it all. That's fair. I'm eating the asparagus because I need the nutritional intake. But um, mm-hmm. we both know. That's fair. I might get sick, but I'm going to eat. I'm going to eat. Stop it. Bit. Stop it. <laughs> I might. All right. So I'm not making any to- promises. If you had to pick your favorite, um, like American franchise and or or whatever they're called, and then like your least favorite, <laughs> the one that like you have been given the power, you've been given the power of Andy Cohen, so you can oh, literally say, "Power, this is the season that, or like this is the the city that we're gonna bump the budget up in, and then this is the city that we're probably just gonna give them one more season and they're out." Who? What? Okay. Okay. I'm going to get say who I'm getting rid of first. Okay. We're going to start with what seems to be the easier one. This is a hard hit because I truly love this one and it's one I watched, but I think I would get rid of Jersey. Oh, what? I'm getting rid of Jersey. I'm oh, getting what? rid of Jersey. Not New York. I love New York yeah. and it's just starting to evolve. Jersey yeah. to me, Teresa was the one who rode Jersey into the success that it is has some yep. awesome co-stars but really it's Teresa's show and life and we're, like her world and we're just living in it yep. i think Teresa has evolved past joe like past the custody past the legal crap like yep we're gonna call it i think Teresa yeah. needs to evolve her kids are grown basically the youngest one i think is in middle school she's got like college people happening mm-hmm. like i think te- Teresa's evolved and i think we all just need to like close it before it gets messy and before yep. we have like a whole new cast, because I don't love when that happens, but I feel like yep. they're all kind of aging out. Yep. And I just wanted to end on a high note. So I think I'm going to put Jersey to sleep okay. for Teresa's well-being. Okay. Really fine love that way. Who knows? Like real love, <laughs> not like an asshole, but Teresa, we got to go. And controversial choice but i actually i love andy and i watch watch what happens live and he had a podcaster who podcasts about housewives like for years i don't remember what this nice man's name was but he podcasts about the housewives and they asked him the same exact question and he and i were in sync i would bring back miami i meant what i said miami was great it's not just because i was from there it was super diverse yeah we had larsa pippen she's not even latin she's like a beautiful like mix of heritages like Mm -hmm. we had um this other girl who i think she was like romanian there were so many latins like i think it gave us the diversity that we needed and it was literally watch an episode it was so fun there's like always dancing there's like music in the background and they did have like a lot of kind of camaraderie between them it didn't feel like constant fighting um so it was like a nice 
mixed. Trust Hi. me, they got into stuff. But I she think that Miami needs, needs a chance. I think it's already been started. I'm going to look for it. I, we need to sign it. The guy literally, when they asked him and he goes, I know no one's going to agree. And he goes, Miami. And I like screamed at the TV and I'm like, hell yes. Like, yeah. Oh, Miami was great. We had one guy, like one of the ladies there who actually reminds me of my aunt, but that's for like another day. Um, her son was super hot, is super Ooh. hot to this day. Ooh. His name is Pete, Peter Rosello or something. I donh know. Yeah. He's like a little dirty. Looks like he doesn't shave, like doesn't bathe, but he smells like Dove. So he's, he's looking real good. But Peter was an aspiring model on the show. And then season yeah. two, we found out that Peter got arrested because he beat a homeless man. Oh my goodness. Like, what? Yeah, I know. I can't look at Peter the same way. I try to separate his physical from like his clear issues, but like, you don't get that in any other season. <laughs> like it was outrageous. It was outrageous. And um, you know who was in Miami? Who's that crazy basketball player? Dennis Rodman. He was one of their best friends. <laughs> That's all you need to know. That's all you need to know. Isn't oh, it? It was awesome. What? That's what's her name? Alexia Echeverria. Alexia Echeverria. Is mm-hmm. that which? Is that your family's name? name? Oh, okay, yes. okay. Yeah. So is there a relation there? Echeverria. Echeverria is like the more common version than like Echeverri. Okay. They just like vary off at the end. Sadly, 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 no relation. But I felt oh. really in tune with her. They called her the Cuban Barbie. <gasps> she looks like it. And I even, I even felt like when I watched it, like my home accent would come mm-hmm. out. And I would like yell in Spanish. Oh, that show was great. I love that. It was really good. I love it. And they gave you like, it was a lot of Spanglish. I think it was yes. I think that's probably why I, instead of watching Real Housewives, I was very into Mob Wives because I like, because when I was 15, my family moved to Staten Island. I grew up in Brooklyn and just like that whole (laughs) cast, I was like, these are the bitches I went to junior high school with. Like, these are, these are the women that I, you should try Jersey. You should really give Jersey a good college. Well, the try. thing about it, the thing about it is like, <laughs> like Jersey is like the Real Housewives in general. I feel like are very like, and I think that not everyone's gonna agree with this, but they're like an elegant level of money. Like they don't always look elegant, oh, yeah. but like, but Mob Wives was like, it was like a hustle. I got what I needed to get. Like the cigarette voice. Yes, yeah. R.I.P. R.I.P. Big Ange. You are Big a Ange. hero, yep. a national treasure. Her, kind of the cross. Her, mm-hmm. her like business was truly like two miles away from my home, where my that's family crazy. was on Staten Island. So I was. I yeah, didn't know. I, I feel like that's probably why you're so drawn to Real Housewives of Miami is because you're that like gorgeous, glamorous, you know, Latina that is. You lived in Miami. You like embody that beautiful energy and i'm a fucking mob for the record, wife, i'm wearing a tie-dye shirt you guys you guys can't see it but i'm wearing a tie-dye shirt but yes normally i'm more glamorous than this okay but <laughs> like you, <to> think. <laughs> but you make a tie-dye shirt look glam oh my god highest praise uh, highest praise tell the people just tell the people lisa vanderpump felt like <laughs> i'm just glowing i i i still don't I tell that story for people who are fans, but I truly still don't care. 
I feel like this is the reality is like people are, I feel like housewives are so divisive. Like, I feel like people are either gung ho obsessed, like analyze it, talk about it. Like, and then there are people that are so anti housewives and they're judgy. Mm -hmm. I kind of live in the space in the middle where I'm like, it doesn't always, it's not the thing I'm, I'm turning on all the time to watch, but I also have absolutely no hate for people that love it. So like, if people are kind of in the middle, like me, or like you were with the dabbling, Mm -hmm. is there a particular episode, season, city that you would recommend be their gateway into Real Housewives? I think it's really personalized. Honestly, I, um, I, I've always lived on the East Coast. So those to me were the ones I was like the most drawn to. Like other cities yeah. I've been to, cities I've lived in, you know, like I've been to Jersey. My dad was yeah. born there. So I'm like, eh, sounds cheesy, but like I'll look, I'll watch Jersey. I've lived in New York. When I watch those episodes, I would like look for streets I've been on because yeah. I'm a nerd. Yeah. But like, you know, yeah. you look for like the familiar. Yeah. So to me, like those are the cities that are going to kind of trigger because even the personality types will be like familiar. Mm-hmm. So I would start with something that you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I just kind of go from there. There's certain characters that kind of own their own seasons. Like yeah. Nini is a standalone. Like she is so entertaining. Oh, she she is. will draw you in. Erica Jane is super entertaining. Like yes. she'll take you over to the Have West you- Coast. Like oh. there's just people that like pull you in. <laughs> pause. Pause, 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 pause. Did you see? Give me the lowdown. Erica Jane like she walked in the in the savage fenty laundry show shut up she had like nipple pasties on and she looked stunning and if you go to her instagram she's been like so she's collabing not collabing but she's like working with fenty with the laundry line and she's been posting pictures of herself and she looks fucking gorgeous and isn't she She like 90 I think she would kill you if she probably she would come for me hella hard. No, but she's she's not. But she's she's in her. I think she's in her fifties. She's forty nine. She's forty nine. But she looks like she's which is weird. (laughs) But she looks like she's like twenty nine. Yeah, but you know who doesn't look? You know who looks ninety is her husband. But we don't have a problem with him. But her husband oh. looks like he's 90. You see what oh, I mean? I haven't. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, her. She huh. has like a grown son who's like a cop. Like she has a grown ass. Oh, son. yeah, yeah, yeah. Incredible. I saw that. I saw that when when there was a, you know, the when the conversation around police brutality really reached a crescendo mm-hmm. recently. Um, yeah. Her. She posted. Yeah. And like people came after her son. And. Yeah. But that's literally why she doesn't post him because she knows yep. that that's what the inevitable is, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Because everybody's quick to have something to say. <laughs> yeah. But it's so fucking stupid. She's stunning. She's stunning. She looks incredible, incredible, She's incredible. Stunning. For the record, yeah. her husband, um, Tom, <laughs> Tom Girardi is 81. Um, good for you know, her. Tom, Tom looks his age, but I mean, you know, good for Tom. Really. Good for Tom. Tom. Erica looks, but you know what though? You know what? He was in Chicago. Looking at Tom, I'm looking at Tom, and I bet Tom. 
I bet that when he was younger, there's something there. There's something there. They've been married. You know what? They've been married since 1999. Mm-hmm. Like, this is a long time coming. He, yeah. I could see it. Kind of impressive. I could see it. I, yeah. Oh, my God. I just found a picture of them when they were all younger, and she looks very different. I'll put it in the show notes. I'll link it for the people that to sounds see. Like, it's interesting. Yeah, I'm going to be the people. I want to see it. And that also sounds like <laughs> Kim Zolciak looks like a different person. Look up Kim Zolciak season one. She is like, she's Kimberly Volciak. Like, I don't even know who she is. She's like a different human being. I can't even say like it's her with surgery. She looks day and night like a different person. Okay. This is the perfect, I didn't even intend to, to go down this, this path, but this is the perfect next topic (laughs) of the housewives in the entire real housewives franchise who put out the best bop. You're, you gotta, you gotta think about it, right? There's Luann, there's Kim. Those are the only two I know. I know you know more than I do. (laughs) Yeah, but you know what? Those were literally, they're the most famous for a reason. Yeah. By, like, Money by can't buy you class. Far. Don't be tardy. And you know, Luann came out with a newer one, too. Luann came out with another one, Diva, Diva or something. Oh, it's called oh Viva La Diva. Viva La Diva. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. Viva La Diva. Like something awful. Oh, my God. Keep I forgot about that. Okay. okay, I think Luann wins for, like, best, best. <laughs> For the record, career. I forgot Holy about shit. Giovanni for a second, and Giovanni is an actual song that I have listened to. Getting ready, so I'm gonna I'm gonna go with feeling Giovanni. Um, she, yeah, oh man, feeling yes. Giovanni. Definitely, Luann is the one with the most commitment because mm-hmm, Melissa mm-hmm. Borga also had a song like people will try it, yeah. but she's kept coming back even yes. after they tell her that she sucks. She's like, uh uh-uh. uh, yeah, putting the money down, making an album. She's like, I'm coming back. And I will say she does it every time. She does it every time. You know what I will say, though? I will say that of the the episodes that I've seen scattered here and there, the one reason why I will, I I don't have the stamina to binge through all of the the Real Housewives, everything that's out there. But there are certain episodes that I go back to because of certain housewives, specifically when I'm feeling down on myself specifically when I feel like I'm not good enough for something my confidence is low and I will just watch these women who people will argue and say like they have no talent they're just rich women that are on a reality tv show and I will watch them and just like the level of confidence like to achieve anything in this world Mm -hmm. you have to have luck timing talent like all of those things but It'll all be for naught if you don't have the confidence to follow through on shit. And so if I'm ever having a low confidence day, I will look at these women and I'll be like, look at the level of confidence that they are approaching their lives, especially like, I know you're thinking like Lisa Rinna, especially when I think confidence. Yes. Especially like the, the, every time they put something out into the world, a creation of theirs that you think under any other circumstances, this would not be successful. 
And oh, 100%. They, and, and it's Nobody's singing feeling into, Giovanni would do well. <laughs> exactly. And then it does. And I'm like, that's because they just like have this bottomless pit of confidence that they pull from. And so anytime I'm feeling low, here's an, here's some advice for folks. If you're feeling low, just watch, especially as a woman, you just watch. Lisa is one of those people. I've gone back and watched Real Housewives of Beverly Hills and watched her. And then like Luann is another one of those people where she just like walks into a room and just the way that she, her voice, that like depth in her oh my voice. God. There are some women. I think she should be a phone sex operator, but I don't think that like fits into her portfolio, but I think she would be great. Yeah. I or think like she needs to do something with that. Yeah. She needs to, she's got the height. I can yeah. definitely see her in like an all wet, like all leather whip situation. She's got the yeah. voice. She's got it. She yeah. can totally be a dominatrix. Yeah, I feel like, I feel like um, Beverly Hills, I feel like people will say Erica Jane, but I think Rinna would be a good dominatrix. She would, she would be my vote for that. I don't know how we got on this topic of which. I already feel like she's a dominatrix with Harry Hamlin. So, I mean, I think she has the experience, honestly. Her, she's. Harry Hamlin's very attractive. He is. I just wanted to put that out in the universe. He is. He I is not. I think that was like a common opinion, but. Oh, okay. Okay. He's cute. The, the the gentleman that I mentioned earlier with the chihuahua, picture like if oh. Ken and oh, Harry Hamlin fused together into like a six foot four successful man with flowing with a hair. chihuahua. Yes. Oh my God. In a puffer coat. We've come Nico, you're about to have a papa. What? <laughs> oh my I, God. I love it. I, I want to end kind of, I know I'm sad that, that, we are wrapping it up, but you've already devoted so much of your time to me, and I appreciate you so much. <laughs> I've had such a good time. <laughs> it's like, been a blast. before, after all of it. Like, during. I know it's been such a blast, but um, we're not we're not finished completely because I want to talk about. Never. And I'm sorry that I left this to the end, but I really want to talk about something that you were excited about, which is mm-hmm. that the Real Housewives of New York cast their first black woman. It's about time. Is like, it's about time. But how long have they been on the air? I'm, I have the stats in front of me. Hold on. Uh, New York was was New York first. Uh, Orange County New York was, was their first. first franchise, wasn't it? New York Orange well, New County York was, was 2016, 2006, and then uh, New York was two thousand eight. Yeah. Okay. It so, kind of yeah. It's very years. bittersweet. It's very bittersweet. A, you're obviously glad that it's been acknowledged um, mm-hmm. and an attempt for assault, but it's one of those things that it's like, isn't it a little too late? Um, you know, <laughs> The yeah. Bachelor did something similar. They did do Rachel years ago yeah. as The Bachelorette, but people yeah. had been asking, especially when there were prime candidates for a Black um, Bachelor, and yeah. ABC kind of bit their tongue and made all these excuses, whatever. And then now in the year of many things, but you yeah. know, you know, the voice and loudness, yep. thank God of like black lives matter. Now ABC just like Bravo was like, yeah, yes. You yeah. know, insert like to- what feels like insert like yep. black token person here. Ugh, um, yeah. So it's great, but honestly it feels more like a, I, I love it. And I'm, I feel bad that she's kind of the one that has to kind of, play that role but I feel like yeah. she was hired as kind of like the PR stunt you know to kind of yeah. make a little bit of a solve it's yeah. that it took so long but um hopefully she can 
I think there is a lot of responsibility for those people, like for Rachel and the Bachelorette. Like, yeah. Now that we're gonna have like the Black Bachelor, now that we yep. have her like in New York, they're kind of gonna be yeah. these torchbearers with like this responsibility that they didn't ask for. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but I think that they can really. They all seem like Rachel. Obviously, we know and like love. Yeah. She's amazing. Like she's so great. She um, truly is. But I think she's. She was like an icon, honestly, of all the women that came and out of that show. She didn't but she end I up with a guy, a Latino from. She Miami? ended up with a Colombian guy. Yes, Ryan. yes. I'm not a fan of Colombian I watched men. Them. But that's a personal preference, <laughs> but I'm glad. Well, that wait, she ended up he's with a Colombian. Cool. Yes, of course. You know who? He is. You know Brian who Alonso. Is, okay, but you you know who else is Colombian, and I'm like crushing on him so hard, Maluma. <sighs> Maluma, of course. Okay, I just have to make it I have to make it really clear. I have I I will have dinner with a Colombian man. It is not a real judgment call. (laughs) I've just I have fallen for one too many and I have noticed some player tendencies. It is nothing more than that. But I will acknowledge that they're all very charming and they are mostly very handsome. That's why Maluma and Brian. So I have just fallen for their charms and I don't think our priorities have aligned. But otherwise Great country, but definitely party there. Beautiful yes. women, beautiful men. I see yes. the allure. So I was a little I, skeptical of Brian, but it was my own trauma. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. That's totally fair. I and also I acknowledge that. How do we feel about the fact that um, so the the woman that got cast on The Real Housewives is Ebony K. Williams? How do we feel about the fact that most of these women on these shows are like either um, have their own small businesses or like are doing something that didn't really gain traction until they got this level of of exposure. And the first black woman that Roni gets is a lawyer with like so much accomplished and so just like, I mean, I don't know if you're familiar with her resume, but she's just, she was a public defender. She, you know, represented people that were in, um, on trial for like homicide, rape, you know, all of these things. And then she became a news correspondent. Like, I don't know. She's a complete badass, but it just feels to me like the conversation of like, if we think of like a man will walk into an office and apply for a job that he's not qualified for regardless. Then you have mm-hmm. a woman, a white woman that will walk into the office and like try to get that job and like try to convince them that she's qualified, even though she's overqualified. And then I feel like you have yeah. black women who have to like over, over, over qualify mm-hmm. to, to even like get a place at the table. And I just, I don't 100%. know if this is a similar situation, but I'm like, this is someone that, has already achieved so much as a as a as a just ambitious strong professional black woman and they're throwing her into a cast of like a little bit more frivolity like is that yeah. just me reading too far 100- into it no no it sucks because i don't want to be like i think i'm a pretty positive and like optimistic person but yeah. obviously i've got a little bit older the world has changed i've seen some yeah. stuff Honestly, it, it 
really screams like that she has to almost over like overcompensate like her being a successful woman is not enough because she needs to really like go above and beyond like compare her right who had to fight what since 2008 like a black woman right to get on to bethany who started season one who no offense i own skinny girl popcorn i don't want to hear it i love (laughs) her and it's great partnership with orville redenbacher but like you're comparing a woman who has the ultimate resume resume to even God yeah. like run for something in government or something. I'm yes. not a pro, but like she obviously yeah. has her crap together. And yes. you're comparing her to a woman who with zero effort was like, I want to make margaritas less calories. Yeah. Like they're like <laughs> you're kind of putting them there because she had to like yes. go above and beyond to prove her yes. worth. And it's like, I don't want to be a Debbie Downer, but I'm glad that you said it because it feels like, damn, okay. So you have to be like yeah. three CEOs and like ex-senator to like qualify as like a black woman. I yeah. think it'll be interesting though to see with, and I know it's not exactly the same with Salt Lake City, but since they say yeah. that's the most diverse, yep. I think I'm interested to see like, who will they be? And I haven't done like my research. I'm sure that's on yeah. Google. Maybe you have, but like, I'm kind of, I'm kind of curious, but yes, it feels like this woman is like the most overqualified yeah. to be a housewife of all time. Like housewife yeah. is like the last thing on her list of who she is. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. I, yeah. I like, although I'm, I'm have, I feel like I will watch this season specifically to see what they do with this casting choice, because if they throw her in and they do the same level of superficial, like, like glossing over bullshit, then I'll be very disappointed. But if they begin to actually like have conversations if they break that wall mm-hmm. and have conversations around race and have conversations about difference in, in views and all that, because, you know, Ebony is also, uh, she's from Fox news. Like that's where she like became a TV personality. And so like, if you open up those conversations, I don't know if that's mm-hmm. what the real housewife viewer is looking for. I don't know if that's something they'll want to watch, but like, I want to, I I want people to have those conversations. I want them. I don't want this to be like you said, tokenism. I want them to like have those open and vulnerable conversations. And I want people to make mistakes and have the wrong perceptions and talk about them and get to a place of resolution and and hopefully growing and learning from it. Because I think that'll have more impact on all of the people that are watching this and, and it'll set the tone of okay, well, someone has a difference of opinion. You don't have to flip a table. You can like come from a place of empathy, which I feel like maybe doesn't mm-hmm. necessarily align with the antics of the franchise. But like, that's the shit I want to You can flip see. a table for, for fun, not necessarily out of like... Yes. <laughs> but they did, I will say they've set themselves up and that's like one reason I was saying I like Leah so much. Yeah. Leah is, while she is very much a white woman, I'm not trying yes. to play her for something she isn't. Yeah. Um, Leah is very, you know, what the kids say, like she's very woke, very like self-aware yeah. of her own privileges, you know, like just mm-hmm. is very self-aware, especially compared to like, it's not to be like an ageist, but like next to like the 50 year old, you know, lived in the Upper East Side, like all their life kind of women. Yeah. So yep. she even called like one of the women's parties, Leah, this past season, she goes, this mm-hmm. looks like a MAGA convention. Like, yeah, that was her comment. And she like insulted yeah. her. She was like this, yeah. like, there's no diversity here. Yes. And it was to me, not a coincidence that how um, Ebony was, you know, premiered mm-hmm. or like spoiled was with a yeah. selfie with Leah. And Leah's like, yeah. this is my girl excited to have her with us. 
So yeah. I think they've definitely set the stage to like have some conversations. Yeah. It's just more like if they're going to see it through, you know, or like what's going to come mm-hmm. of them, um, yeah. especially now in the world that we live in. But there's definitely been that kind of rocking the boat yeah. with her. And that's why I was such a big fan. So I love that she was the one who kind of like, you know, made the announcement yeah. like through their picture. Yeah. So I think it's going to be good. I think kind of like Jersey, some of those people are aging out. Um, yeah. And then Leah's kind of kind of be the new Bethany. It'll like roll in. Yeah. But um, we have to but see, they, kind of have to see what happens. Beverly Hills also cast their first black woman last year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We got Garcelle. Yeah. The baller. She's beautiful. And gorgeous. Yeah. She's so also beautiful. accomplished, gorgeous woman. Yeah. Well, it's almost like, and this is just, I, this is the vibe it gets, right? Like, look at Garcelle yeah. and then look at her, right? The whole thing yeah. is like being a black, being a black rich woman is not enough. Yeah. You have to have like this huge resume, like just to yeah. keep up with the other ones. And really like, yeah. what do the other ones do? Let's pick on Sheree and, from like Atlanta. She's literally known for having a tracksuit yes. company that has taken years to launch. Yep. Yeah. But she went on and again, it's different because it's Atlanta. Like your, your diversity conversation is totally different, but like yep. she went on no problem. Yep. And then here you need to have like this resume, like of like 60, 70 year old yeah. white men to like compete. And it's just yeah. crazy to me. <laughs> and also like, doesn't it go like, that's not what the real housewives are. I feel like now it's evolving because it started with desperate housewives And it was very much Mm -hmm. like these rich women that married into money and yes, weren't necessarily working. Yes. (laughs) And there, there were some that like hustled in the family, like a Bethany hustled or like a, like a Jill Zarin was, was hustling. Right. But for the most part, like the whole premise was like rich women who didn't have to work because they had money from other areas and now you're hiring mm-hmm. women that already have professional legacies so what what is yeah. the tone of what you're doing because if you i refuse to believe that women who have achieved so much in this world professionally personally psychologically emotionally are yes mm-hmm. we have moments where we want to just yell and scream and, and be immature but like that's not <laughs> all we are and so um, if they we're frame, more than that yeah yeah and so if they frame it that way I, I feel like I'll just be really disappointed I think they're again I know I'm like an optimist I'm definitely a glass mm-hmm. half full kind of girl mm-hmm. but I see the the token black housewife because that is what it is token yeah. black bachelor it, it it is what it is as Rachel yeah. acknowledged like the bachelorette it's you you kind of fucked up and now you're doing damage control but hopefully I do see that they've set themselves up even like with Leah's conversations like there I think they're even like with Atlanta there were conversations of like airing like Portia one of them got arrested Mm -hmm. a few times like during protests like I think that's all going to kind of be touched on yep Kelly's marriage you know Kelly Dodd's marriage to the guy from Mm -hmm. Fox News and her opinions like all of that is like starting to and I think it's starting to give the show some depth but at the end of the day I do think there's people who don't want to see the leg throwing. I think there's people who don't care about the intellectual yep. conversations. I think yep. it's just going to be whoever the majority is. I think yep. it's what's going to go. Um, and I just hope and I have faith in our community and our humanity, some little yes. slim thing of faith that maybe it'll, it'll be people who want like housewives that are actually like doing more than making tracksuits, you know, yeah. like yeah, changing the world and making skinny girl popcorn. You know, we want yeah. more. 
Yeah, I think that's like what they need to do for longevity, because as we look at the people, mm-hmm. like the generations that are coming, like you and I are both millennials, and then you look at Gen Z, like mm-hmm. our generation really grew up with technology and information at our fingertips. The generation that comes yeah. after us were born into it, so they don't know a life without mm-hmm. it. Like we still might remember the like when desktop computers or TVs were huge or the VHS, but like we, we have evolved societally and adapted into that reality. And then Gen Z, like they don't Mm -hmm. know what it's like to even have experienced like a life without fast forwarding of commercials. Yes. Or having to like (laughs) tap, tap the keys on a cell phone 50 times to just write like, LOL. You know Hello, didn't I mean? you read that there was this one thing that a kid was like, why is it called pick up a phone? And yes. I was like, whoa. There's, whoa. there's an interesting experiment. <laughs> I'm too old for the whoa, but like, what? There, there's an interesting <laughs> experiment that I saw on Instagram that you can try with anyone, but ask them, what make a make a phone with your hand like make the symbol for i'm on the phone how do you tell people you're on the phone with your hand people who are older exactly you and me will make a fist and then stick out our (laughs) pinky and our thumb yeah and we'll do that because we remember when phones like we remember landlines when they look how are they doing it they make a flat palm and put it to their ear because of the (laughs) smartphones because of the iphones yes because they don't remember what landlines are like they don't know what landlines are so, so, so yeah, but That's I feel so like painful. a part of that is like, because we have had information at our fingertips so readily accessible, like we're not going to settle anymore. Like the new generations mm-hmm. of viewers, we're not going to settle for things that aren't genuine and transparent and, and current and yeah. of the times. Like, so house is going to have to become a little more woke. I don't think I can really beat that. Amen to house size becoming woke. <laughs> And just maybe they'll become woke enough that Miami will come back. You know, I'm just really optimistic. If there's a petition, I'm going to send it to you. I'm going to add it into the show notes. I'm going to sign it. Don't you worry. I would appreciate it. Don't you worry. I would appreciate Um, it, you guys. (laughs) Here's where where I think we should end it. Um, Yeah. Out of all of the housewife taglines in all of the cities of all of the seasons that have ever existed, which one is your favorite? Which is the one that you remember that just comes to mind all the time for you? Is it terrible that like the Cuban Barbie comes to mind? No, hold on. Not at all. Wait, 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 wait. Um, there was, I think I'm gonna say Luann, but there was one from Luann that I liked so much. Oh, um, what did she say? Um, oh, ooh, okay. This is why you shouldn't Google you guys. Just, just go with yeah. your gut, go with your gut. Um, something, and you have to watch the housewives to get this reference. So Julia, I'm so sorry, but she said That's something fine. like, I don't go, like, I don't belong on the lower level because like once they tried to put ooh. her in like the basement level of like a, like a vacation house ooh. and she threw a fit. So she basically was like, oh, hold on. I don't want to, I don't want to ruin oh, it. My goodness. <laughs> oh, I don't know, you guys. I'm. I, yeah. I'm gonna, oh, here we go. I rise. Oh, okay. I rise above the drama and won't settle for the lower level. Oh. 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 Okay. Oh, and then one of one of Ramona's that this is why I shouldn't Google. And I promise I'll stop talking. I'm supposed to pick my dog up from daycare. Can you believe that? I guess I'm a housewife in my dreams. But you are. 
because Nico was in daycare. But Ramona wow. says, of course I'm self-involved. Who else am I supposed to be involved with? Yeah. That one's, that one, that one's really good too. She's a whole other level of like human woman that might not actually be oh my human. Gosh. She might be an extraterrestrial. Oh my gosh. She is so good. And for the people that like did watch The Housewives, yeah. please Google this thing. Julia, it's like a game changer. She just yells at the reunion like, I do not wear masks in the ocean. I do not wear masks in the ocean. And it has to do with like her going to the beach during COVID. And everybody's like, oh, you don't wear a mask. And she just started screaming on repeat. I do not wear masks in the ocean with like this exaggerated, like Nicole Kidman award show clap. You have to watch it. Oh my God. As as I do my momming duties of like picking up my chihuahua from daycare, um, please invest time into watching that because it's golden. I will. It's so 100%. good. 100%. Tons of celebrities have, like, redone it, like, copied it, because it's so good. I'm obsessed. It's so good. I'm obsessed. You have to watch thank, it. Thank <laughs> you for being here. My love to you. My love to your family. You're my best. love to Nico. Please get him a puffer coat. Cool. And I I'm will waiting. talk to you again very soon about the Bachelor franchise, because we need a check-in on the current season. I know. I hope I didn't drive you too crazy that you're like, eh, I have to find a new correspondent. No. no. <laughs> but I had such a good you time. Are, you are our go-to world of knowledge <laughs> for all things reality TV, and we will have you back super soon. I'll look up more fun facts about Fran Drescher, and I'll make it worth it. I will time. add them to the show notes. Please do that. Thank you. Let's have a Fran Drescher segment. Just like Fuck putting yeah. in a plug for a segment. Yeah. Yes. All right. <laughs> I have to leave. Well, I have too much power. That's, I can't be a no, correspondent. You've, you've earned it. You've earned it. Thank you for being here. I'll talk to you soon. You're the best. No need to talk.